What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of Into the Muse, and today I have Barbara Allen here with me. Hey, Barbara, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So before we start, I just want to say uh, I looked at your videos, your TED Talks and things, and I must say what you've been through and what you were able to overcome is really remarkable, and I admire you for that very much. I appreciate that my story has reached you as we're so far apart. Yes, that just shows um, how small the world is and what impacts one can have. It's a, like a butterfly effect almost. Absolutely. So um, for those who don't know your story, could you please just um, just give us the gist of it? Sure. So, um, you know, obviously I, I live here in America and sh shortly before, a couple years before 9-11 happened in our country, my husband joined the military again, but this time he joined the National Guard for New York. And in June of 2005, he deployed to Iraq while I stayed home with our four little boys. They were six, five, three, and one year old at that time. And 10 days later, after he deployed to Iraq, my husband and the commanding officer were killed on base. And it was later determined that they were killed by a fellow American soldier, the staff sergeant of the unit. So, uh, you know, he was being disciplined and he was going to lose his job because it was determined that he was stealing from you know, government supplies, military supplies, and selling on the black market, among other things that, you know, just really made him a poor soldier, obviously. So he decided to kill my husband and the commanding officer rather than face that discipline. And there was a three and a half year court martial process for which I went to Kuwait. And I went from my home in New York to uh, Fort Bragg, which is about just under a 10 hour drive. If you drive very fast and don't stop. And I did that for about three and a half years back and forth. And then we watched him in Ju uh, December of 2008, the military acquitted the soldier for killing my husband and the commanding officer, even though we found out later he had submitted a guilty plea confessing that he, he committed these murders. Wow, that's quite a story. So he had pleaded guilty yeah. and he was still acquitted. How was that for you to deal with? Yes, in the military, not good, um, especially when I discovered that in the military, you're not allowed, the defense attorneys are not allowed to submit a guilty plea for their client unless they believe the evidence is overwhelming to convict him, which is basically saying they know he did it. Um, and so, you know, they were trying to save him from the death penalty. So he entered that plea. So we all know he did it. And the military, um, you know, there was so much that went on behind the scenes and in the case, and we watched it happen. And then we had to watch him, you know, walk out of court, a free, not only a free man, but with an honorable discharge, which means our government gave him all the benefits that any other um, service member who leaves the military would receive. So you can imagine that was very, very, very difficult to, to 
witness and see and experience. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So to this day, he's still a free man. No, he died a couple of years ago. Um, I think probably four or five years ago, he died oh, on his okay. own, which is ironic because if he had been convicted and sent to prison and placed on death row, he would still be alive today. Wow. So, you know, he died because he was um, out there doing things that criminals do, you know, and, and he died. So there is a little bit of irony in that. True. Um, so you have overcome all of this um, and you said there was hurdles along the way. Um, could you um, explain more about that? It's a process that never really ends, right? Once you learn how to get your life back together, you have to understand that it has to be maintained. You can't ever let your guard down or ever stop putting that effort in or you're going to slip right back to where you started. But uh, for me, unfortunately, and very unfortunately for my four boys, it took me over 10 years to really understand that I needed to do things in myself to, to change. And we went through a lot of trauma uh, that could have been avoided if I had been stronger when my husband was killed. You know, I was 32 years old. I was very immature. I had four little boys to take care of, and I was in the middle of a, a military court-martial case that was national news. It was all very overwhelming, and I was not, I had not prepared myself to be strong in that sense. Um, you know, where that happened, I had made myself very dependent on my husband, very dependent on other people to be my strength. And so it took me 10 years to figure out how to be my own strength and begin reversing some of the damage I had allowed to happen in all of our lives. And I did that once I allowed things to get very, 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 very bad. <laughs> you know, I finally had that moment where I understood today was going to be the day that, you know, I was not going to live one more day in that place in my life. But w once I made that decision, I had to then put things in, in motion to make that happen. And one thing I did was I got rid of old habits. I stopped surrounding myself with people who uh, did bad things to me or made me feel bad ways or didn't help me or serve me. I stopped reading and paying attention to negative things that depressed me or upset me or just fed into my victim um, sense of being a victim or anger. And I started replacing those with people who were positive and energetic. And I started studying people who had overcome other things in life that seemed overwhelming. And I started figuring out, seeing how they did it and implementing their advice and their strategies into my life and slowly started reversing as much of that damage as could be reversed and now here i am yeah i'm sure it had to be a gradual process to get to where you are now because what happened like as you described it it seemed to happen over a quick space of time your husband going into the military and then just a few days later you got the news so i'm sure that was a major shock for you first um at the time he was killed, but he had only been in Iraq for 10 days when he was killed. So I saw him on our Memorial Day in 2005 and 10 days after I drove away from the base he was on and he had gone to Iraq, 10 days later, my doorbell rang and I was told that he was killed. So 
Ugh. It was within 10 days of me seeing him last and within one day of a video chat that I had done with him, you know, so it was very unexpected. I'm sure it was. Um, after the whole process, going to court and things, did that change your views on the country and or the government at least? Yeah, that's when I discovered that, um, you know, even systems like the military are not perfect. And that's when I realized that the men and women who serve in our military, most of whom are honorable, upstanding, selfless people are at risk because the system is imperfect and allows people like that staff sergeant into the military and allows behaviors and actions like that to occur without addressing them. So any system has flaws, right? But this is a flaw that I discovered and I saw it happen in cases since then. I saw more soldiers being killed by other soldiers when I knew it could have been prevented. And so that obviously was very upsetting. And I have learned over the years through other things that are happening, even things that are happening now that um, even though I'm sure there are well-intentioned people in our government, there are also people who are not well-intentioned <laughs> and um, unfortunately those people seem to be creating a lot of damage now as well. So it's always about not relying on any system or any institution. You can't rely on the government or the military or your job or your family or your friends or anything like that to defend you and do the right thing and be upstanding. You really have to be vigilant and take care of yourself and stand up for what you believe in. And I just learned to be careful, more careful and smarter about what I believe and versus what I see. True, because all of these systems, the political system, the views, they all are basically ideas from other people just put together and it's tested out on society and seeing how it can be run. And um, what's happening right now right. Um, with the Trump administration and the um, vote, because um, from what we hear in South Africa know uh, is that uh, it looked like Biden won the elections and Trump saying it was fixed and now he's not wanting to step down or um, like there's a lot of stuff going on and what are your views on this? So my views uh, are the opposite, and I am joined by about 74 million other Americans who are doing research and studying and paying attention to the cases that are being presented in court. There are thousands of people coming forward, swearing with affidavits and putting themselves at penalty of going to jail if it's determined that they're lying, coming forward to testify and tell the truth about what happened in these elections. Those people are being threatened, their lives are being threatened, their families are being threatened by people who support Biden and oppose Trump. Uh, there's a very active movement to get rid of Trump because he does not uh, meet the goals of the people who wanna undermine and take our country apart is how I see it. And so I, in the beginning, I thought there was a chance that maybe Biden did get more votes and when because of the misinformation that's being put out there and because of the level of hatred that so many people have for for trump for different reasons i'm going to say at least half the people a good significant chunk of the people who hate trump 
hate him because of emotions because they don't like yeah. the way he talks and it has nothing to do with his policy um but people who look past that there are some people who don't like his policies there are some people that want america to change completely to turn into a dependent state where citizens depend on the government to take care of them and uh, but those of us that don't, who want to take care of ourselves and solve our own problems and have our own rights and defend our core values of America, um, we see what's happening and you will not convince us that Biden is the lawful winner of this election because we've seen the evidence. And we, we just, you will not convince us unless that evidence is allowed to be examined in court and we get to hear the court cases and the process is allowed to be played out. If the process is allowed to be played out and the evidence shows that it didn't happen, well, then we have to change our focus to something else. But for now, we believe the evidence is overwhelming that the election results are not valid. And unless that is allowed to play out in court and all of that is allowed to be exposed and uncovered and dug into, there's going to be a very serious problem in this country with at least 74 million Americans believing that the Democrats literally stole this election and the unrest is going to continue. On the other hand, no matter what the evidence shows, the people on the left and the media, the most of the media are bought into and owned by companies that support the Democrats, the left, the buy, they're all intertwined. They're all making money off of each other. You can look through the layers and see how they're all connected. They protect each other as one big club, right? Uh, and so they're only showing what they want to show. So they're putting a spin on it. That's making it, the rest of the world think that Trump is some dictator, but really to those of us here, he is the only thing standing between us and tearing our country apart. I know cause over here, um, so we get most of the Hollywood feed and those kind of news. Oh, oh they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are other platforms that will give you the real news and I can send you some links because it'd be great to get that out to get the yeah. side, um, an actual facts of what's going on because it's very sad to see what's happening in our country right now. True. And something like this needs to be addressed because if the election is rigged, then there's no democracy whatsoever. No. That's right. And a lot of the courts are refusing to even allow to hear it. And those are all Democrat courts, you know, so it's just, it's ridiculous how this is happening and disgraceful and that people still don't want to see it is really surprising because on the other side, if anybody comes forward and just makes a statement in the media, Hey, this person raped me or assaulted me. If it's against somebody who's a Republican, then all the media swoops up and, villainizes that person without any evidence right and yeah and it just goes on but in this case there's evidence 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 so much evidence and that side is still saying that there's no evidence and that it, it's crazy crazy do you think that uh there could be a civil war if it's not uh seen to right the right way i think if the court systems prevail and it is decided that and the electoral votes go to President Trump and he remains in office, without a doubt, there will be major riots on the street. Cities will burn. People will be killed because that is how the left deals with things. The left has been burning down cities and attacking innocent people for a year plus now. And the people in power in those uh, cities 
are all Democrats and all condoning it and supporting that behavior, which is outrageous. So that will absolutely, without a doubt, that will happen again. How long it takes to get that under control is another issue. I don't know. If, it, if the courts fail and Biden is put into office, he will, without a doubt, resign at some point not too far in the future, and Kamala Harris will be president of the United States, which is clearly the plan. Um, yeah. And our country will go into a socialist country um, with Marxist undertones and insanity we break loose. And the, the more they clamp down on us, they're talking about re-educating conservatives, re-educating us. They're, <laughs> like, <laughs> what do they mean by that? Know, right. Um, they're talking about you know, putting penalties on us and fines are already censoring the media, Facebook, Google yeah. is not allowing our articles and stuff to get out. Uh, it's absolutely insane. This is not the country that my husband died in service of, not the country he died in service of. And so people like us are doing our part to stand up and push back. But if that is allowed to happen and Kamala Harris or Biden run, running the White House and it continues to go down that road, America will not stand for it. America will not stand for being told you cannot go to work anymore. We're already pushing back. There's lawsuits, there's protests. Uh, the harder they push back, it, you, we've been respectful and quiet for so long waiting for it to play out, but that's not going to be the case if it continues down that road. Um, yeah, there's not going to be pretty things happening in this country. So you think if Biden or Harris becomes president, um, it will move more towards a socialist regime? Because I think Capitalism is the foundation of America. It's what keeps it running. Do you think they really have the power to shift it in the opposite direction? Yes, especially if they win the Senate, which is doable given the fact that we can't even trust our elections, you know? So that's the other thing. If the presidential elections are not allowed to be disputed in court, and then we have the Georgia elections, which are going to determine how our Senate is controlled. Uh, if those issues with our election process are not resolved and it is shown, and the similar things happen and we're outrageous. I don't know if you're even following or you've seen the evidence, but the things that happened in the presidential election are so blatant. Thousands of people who are dead are, have voted, um, you know, in on trucks and uncounted for, and people weren't allowed to be checked. At a certain point in night, tens of thousands of votes were switched from Trump to Biden, like, like crazy stuff, or, or dumped in for Biden only with no other votes on the ballot, just Biden, like 100,000 ballots came with just a vote for Biden and no other votes for any other election. Just, and then it shows uh, algorithms in the system, in the system itself has been shown to be tied back to Venezuela, to Hugo Chavez, and all this. Um, designed specifically to alter the results of an election. So if none of that is remedied and fixed and addressed, and then we have similar things happening in the Georgia elections, no matter who wins, there's going to be <laughs> more chaos. So this is a very uncertain time in our country. Yeah. And the world, because whatever happens in America uh, reflects around the world as well. Yeah, I can see that. And so I'm even more glad to see someone, you know, from your country reaching out to find out the truth, um, you know, because you're only being told what the people in control of the media want you to see. So um, I hope that anybody listening knows that there are over 74 million Americans who feel the way I do, who are not represented by what you see in the news. 
um, and who are good, strong, patriotic, hardworking people who have given a lot for our country, just want to take care, just want to work, take care of our families, take care of our communities, give back and help each other. And we are being attacked and threatened and pushed back on and quieted and censored and kicked off of social media and our stories are not allowed to be told and people are not supporting our bit they're boycotting our businesses they're burning us down they're threatening our families it is ridiculous what is happening it sounds it sounds mad really yeah it is. Uh, will this delay the inauguration who knows <laughs> that's the answer uh who knows we have some dates today is supposed to be the date the safe harbor date uh, on december 8th where um certain things have to be decided but that's not the case there's lawsuits going on one state the state of texas just last night filed with our supreme four other states for uh, constitutional flaws in the in the election saying that you know just basically invalidated the election and disenfranchised voters across the country and in the state of Texas, especially. So, you know, that case could spin the election around. If the Supreme Court's decide to start the process that would give Republican legislators the ability to pick our electors, which would put Trump in office, which is the constitutional path that they can take, then Trump will be inaugurated, I think, on January uh, 20th, but there will be massive chaos in the I'm streets, sure. like all out almost war in the streets in certain cities, right? Um, and if not, then I think it'll be Biden put in, put in office. And the thing is, the people on our side of it, the conservatives, Republicans, we don't riot, we don't burn buildings down, we don't attack people. They'll probably all go to Florida and have a rally and support, you know, President Trump instead of going to the inauguration. Like that's how we deal with things. We're not going to start a fight, but if you come after us, you come after our families, you come after, continue to burn our businesses down, continue to shut us down, continue to arrest people for showing up to work while you Do allow other people to smash it. Yes, are they people are being people? arrested. Yes, <laughs> being arrested for opening their businesses and going to work. They are being put Is in handcuffs. Is it because of COVID? What, what are yes. the reasons that they're giving COVID? They're given the reason in COVID. For instance, I live in the state of New York, uh, about a 90 minute drive from the middle of the city, uh, uh, the city of New York. And in one area of the city, the governor or the mayor declared certain areas where businesses can be open and cannot. So within one or two streets of each other, this business can be open and this one cannot. So people who are in the area who are said you can't open, and they're opening anyway some people are opening anyway and they're being arrested or like by police officers or not police the police are refusing to enact and some sheriff's offices are saying we're not going to follow the law we will not follow our orders to arrest you um, no matter what the mayor says we're not going to do this it's not constant so then the mayor is going after the police officer <laughs> damn this is happening but in people, new york right yes. now <laughs> happening in New York right now and there's lawsuits happening in California another woman out there but I mean it's happening everywhere people are being arrested they were being arrested we were told you can't have more than 10 people in your home in your own home you're not allowed to have more than 10 people and some governors were telling neighbors to spy on each other and turn each other oh. in like the Nazis like like yeah I it sounds like what that happening to our country in 84 yeah <laughs> It's really, it's not the country that I recognize or know. And so once again, there's the 
a hardcore element of Americans who are gathering and talking and connecting and planning and starting protests and working together, still hoping the court system prevails, still hoping that uh, the people who need to go need to go to jail will go to jail, still hoping our streets are safe and our country is restored to order, but also ready to uh, kind of kick it up some notches if if the Democrats are allowed to prevail and place in power and continue to destroy our country and destroy our livelihoods the way that they're doing, uh, it won't, it's not going to be tolerated much longer. It's already not being tolerated in small pockets, but those pockets are going to grow and there's going to be an outright resistance if, if that's how it continues. Damn. So <laughs> the ideal case, uh, how long do you think it, th- it would take for things to get back to normal? I don't know that this country will ever be normal again uh, in the sense that it's so divided. And there are people who refuse to educate themselves and see the other side of the, of the facts. Uh, you know, people like us will come out and we'll try to have a conversation and understand where they're coming from, why they hate Trump, like why they want to take apart what our country is built on and why they want to replace it with all these new things. And um, most of those people just tell us that we're racist or we're terrorists or uh, racism is a big thing being used against anybody who questions anything, really. Um, We're we're all being told that we're racist, uh, which is ridiculous on so many levels. Um, That's just such a like old way of thinking. It's (laughs) like they just put like play the racist card. Yes. I mean, this country, your country has like grown from 400 years of slavery. You had Obama as president. Uh, like so much stuff has happened to move past that. And people just use that as a first excuse, which is really childish, in my opinion. Yes. And so once you're branded as if you say you're patriotic, they're told, Stop hiding your racism behind patriotism. They're saying patriotism is ra- is racist. Uh, anything is racist. Anything you do say that doesn't sound exactly like what they want you to say, you're you're a racist. Um, the black people, people of all colors, have told me I'm a racist, and people of all colors have been called racist. <laughs> so it's it's re- it's like it just make none of this makes any sense. Wow, that's quite. A lot to take in. <laughs> it is a lot to take in, especially when you're not getting it. Yeah. You know, when you go, if you guys hop on the internet and search out what's happening, you're not going to see what's happening unless you know the sites to go to for the actual news and the actual events or, or the other side of it to get the other side, you know, and make up your mind for yourself. But there are sites you can go on to see the actual evidence being presented into courts, being presented to hearings. We just had a bunch of hearings in different states that um, we can see the evidence on, we could listen to the evidence. And once you do, you're just stunned. You, you just cannot imagine that this election was fair in, in any way. Um, so- Even the number of voters, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was Trump had more, vote, uh, more voters than Obama. And basically, like, as you said, for Biden, they were pulling out dead people and things so the numbers of this year's election was way more than any other election before and that just shows how divided the country is yes very very divided um and it's 
the people doing it are geniuses. There's a, you know, they're genius. They are actually following a lot of steps that, for instance, Hitler used with his brown shirts, you know, coming in and taking control of cities. They're taking power away from our police and they're putting in other forces. And, you know, they're taking a lot of steps right out of that playbook, which is scary to see. But when we say that, to other people they tell us that we're crazy but we're really not because you can put the two side by side and see these similarities right so we're just saying hey this looks like that you can't deny that right um so it it is happening and it's i cannot believe this is our country and i cannot believe are you this familiar with um project paperclip with what project paperclip no Okay, so uh, from what I know is that um, after 1945, after the uh, World War, um, when the US uh, and the Soviet Union were starting to have their differences, um, the US military or the government um, employed former Nazi scientists uh, and put them in key positions in the military um, and now they are essentially uh, coming up with the rules and things. <laughs> it sounds like a conspiracy, but from what you just told yes. me, it makes sense. Yeah, see, and that does go. And what my own experience has taught me with my husband's murder and seeing how the facts were covered up, seeing how the military hid um, the military they covered up the guilty plea. They didn't tell us about it. And then they lied to us about it when we asked about it. And then they let him go. And so seeing that that happens in my own life, I would never believe it if I wasn't told. All the things that happened yeah. in our case are so crazy. I would tell people and they'd say, oh, you must be wrong. That can't be, that would never happen. I say, it actually did happen. <laughs> you know, here's the transcript <laughs> to prove it. I wrote a book about it. Um, and so because I know firsthand that just because it's crazy doesn't mean it's not true. You true, know, you really yeah. have to dig, dig deep. It sounds crazy. You don't want, just because you don't want to believe it doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, so you all have a responsibility to get uncomfortable and, and open yourself up to the possibility that maybe you're wrong about what you believe in and who you believe in. I've had to do that. I continue to ask questions from people who are on the left or Democrats trying to understand, you know, because I want to be wrong about what I think is happening. I don't want to be right, yeah. you know, so I want them to prove me wrong. But anytime I question or push or dig, I, I just, I'm proven right. It's like more confirmation <laughs> that, that what I am afraid of is actually happening and is true. And that is the case with 74 million or more Americans who understand what is happening in this country more than people who just go on emotion and call us all sorts of terrible things, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, even the way that society is run, like when you're a kid, you go to school, you're like, that's the first thing. They train you to obey the rules, to listen, to just, so you are told when you can sit down, when you can stand yes. up, and then you take that into the real world and you just accept everything at face value and you don't really look into things for yourself. And I think that's the reason like most people are told Trump is bad, Biden is good. So if you vote for Trump, that means you're bad, you're racist. And I think yes. a lot of people do not 
do the research themselves and just take things at face value. That's exactly it. And our education system is loaded with people who write in the classroom. There have been stories after story after story of students who are are sent home or yelled at or made fun of in school or threatened in school because they support President Trump, because they mentioned President Trump, because they disagree with a policy. Like teachers and educators and colleges are kicking speakers off a of campus and not allowing certain things. Our education system is brainwashing our, our youth uh, into thinking this one way. But when you say that to them or out loud, but if anybody listening hears this who is on that other side, they're just going to get mad at me. And, you know, like I'm insulting that it's not meant as an insult. I don't think anybody can be almost anybody can be brainwashed. You know, you, you're told something over and over and over and it's normalized over and over and over again. You're going to think that that is normal behavior. Right. Um, so it doesn't mean you're stupid. It doesn't mean you're anything like that. It just means that very masterful, smart people have been at work on you and they understand the principles of psychology. They understand how to manipulate emotion and play one party against the other. And they've done it brilliantly. True. Yeah. Even the way like, and it's been going on since I'm not like since the beginning of yes. our memory. Cause like, our parents they've grown in the same um in the same society so as a kid you are not told you're not trained to question and then that's just implemented more when you get into the real world or when you get into school yes i have people coming to me saying i'm so glad that you're speaking up that you're doing what you're doing i could never do that because i'll never work again or because my kids will be threatened or my, you know, people don't want to put a Trump bumper sticker on the car because the car will be night, the tires will be slashed and their car will be keyed. Uh, you know, you don't want to walk down the streets. I would never walk down the street of New York City with a Trump shirt or hat on. You'll be attacked um, at some point. You know, it's it, it is not safe to walk down the streets of the city with a Trump anything on because you're actually you're putting a target on your back for those people to physically come after you, which is outrageous. So outrageous. you as an open uh, Trump advocate, have you experienced any threats or anything directly? I have not experienced uh, threats to myself other than I've been told that I'm a terrorist. I've been told that I'm uh, you know, working with Al Qaeda. I've been told, I don't know how many times that I'm racist or I'm the problem in this country. My, uh, content on social media is being squashed, you know, and diminished. I've had people not want to work with me. Um, you know, they contact me to work with me. They see who I support. They don't want to work with me anymore. They, you know, and so all of that is happening, but I do have friends and colleagues uh, who are in communities that people are being threatened and, um, you know, law enforcement officers, their kids are hiding at someone we know all the law enforcement officers kids came to their house to hide because they were being threatened because the police officers and people are being told that police officers are like nazi officers now uh and like literally a holocaust museum put a display of george floyd up in the with the holocaust victims you know yeah. <laughs> basically using a very um tried and true like logical manipulation aspect you put one next within the same vicinity of the other now police officers 
are subconsciously compared to Nazi officers, right? Wow. And uh, George Floyd is George Floyd is is equated to victims of the Holocaust, um, mm. and so this is what's happening in our country. Man, that's that's really crazy, especially back here in South Africa. Everything is almost normal. COVID, we're getting a upsurge in that, but other than that, everything's run normally. Uh, and then now, and we we thought it was bad in America, but after hearing it from you, I've just realized at w what level it really is at. Yeah, it is, it is. And I will definitely send you some links that you can, um, if you're interested, use yeah, to go on absolutely. and get different sides of the story. Uh, and maybe, you know, I, I'd like to get the world really seeing the other side of what's going on because you're not being told the truth you're not being told what's actually happening and um it's a shame you know yeah absolutely anyway uh thank but you if you were to interview somebody tomorrow yeah sorry yeah no no i was to say if you were to interview someone and tomorrow who was a democrat or from the other side you would everything that you're seeing would be confirmed they would tell you that i'm crazy you know so that's why <laughs> yeah. you have to do the research and figure it out for yourself like don't take my word for it i'll send you the info and you know you can do the research and come to your own decision sure yes that's the only yeah. way to get the right answer or not the right answers but what you believe the truth is you need to look at both sides right. and measure up what you feel is right and what you feel is wrong and that's the only way you can come to a yep. certain decision on things yes absolutely and thank you for having me on and giving this side of the story a, a chance to be heard absolutely yeah it's really been uh an enlightening conversation <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thanks, Barbara. Um, maybe I could have you on the show some other time, maybe once your world or America comes to its senses. I'm not sure <laughs> what to say, but uh, maybe. I don't know when that will be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, at any time, thank you very much. Thanks.